Hello everybody, my name is Steve Lally and I am a storyteller and author. And I'm delighted that you can all join me here on RT Junior Radio to listen to some very special Christmas stories. Now this story I'm going to tell you is all about my granny. Yeah, when she was a little girl, which was, well, was quite a while ago. Let me tell you something about my granny. When I was a little boy, we used to go and visit her. And she used to tell me stories. Oh my goodness, the most wonderful stories you can ever imagine. She'd sit me on her knee and she'd tell me stories about uh, the banshee. That was a bit scary. And then she'd tell me stories about the puka, which was kind of scary and a bit funny as well. She'd tell me stories about leprechauns. Those stories were always funny. But the ones I loved the most were the stories about the fairy folk. Oh yeah. Now, this particular tale is about how my granny helped Santa Claus one Christmas. And not only that, she got a visit from the fairy folk too. And the name of this story is Santy and the Fairies. When my grandmother was a little girl, a long time ago, but not too long ago, she lived in Mullingar, County Westmeath. Her name was Margaret, but everyone called her Madge. Well, at that time, there was no electricity in most of Ireland, except for parts of the big cities and towns. So people used candles, gas lighting and oil lamps called tilly lamps. Now one Christmas Eve, there was a terrible storm and whatever electricity there was got shut down and all the candles blew out, tilly lamps wouldn't burn and the lamplighters couldn't light the gas lamps as the wind and the rain kept blowing out the wicks on the end of the long poles they used to carry around. Well, it was so dark outside, you wouldn't think there was a soul about. My grandmother said, It was so dark you couldn't see the finger in front of your nose. Well, she didn't care because it was Christmas Eve and of course Santy was coming and she had asked him for a special doll with beautiful blue ribbons in her hair and a dress with the most wonderful frills and bows on it. Well, she got ready for bed, brushed her teeth and said her prayers like she did every night. She fell fast asleep and dreamt about the wonderful doll that Santy was going to bring her. As she was sleeping, old Santa Claus and his reindeers had set off on their annual trip around the world, delivering presents to all the children in all the different countries and places where they lived. His last stop was Ireland, but this time he could not see it from above in his sleigh as there were no lights. Poor Santy was very concerned and thought that maybe Ireland had moved or had gone somewhere for a Christmas holiday. Hey, Rudolph, he said, where has the Emerald Isle gone? But his trusty reindeer, Rudolph, with his nose so bright, was able to see the shape of the little island of Ireland that looked like a wee doggy sitting up on its hind legs. 
Ho, ho, ho. Good man, Rudolph. What would I ever do without you and your nose so bright to guide my sleigh tonight? So they flew down onto Ireland, and of course it was so dark that they could not see very well at all. Oh, Rudolph, what are we going to do? I can't see a thing. As they flew down to the land below, they crashed into trees and flew through bushes and even scared a herd of cattle that were dozing in a field. Oh, my, what a racket! But it just so happened that they landed right outside my granny's house. Not only that, they landed right outside her bedroom. Santi got out of his sleigh and had a wee look around. Hey, who put that cat there? He said, as he stood on a poor cat's tail. Ah, why would you want to put a rock in a place like that now? Cried Santi as he stubbed his toe. This is ridiculous, Rudolph. We'll never find anything like this. Rudolph snorted and shook his head, making his sleigh bells tinkle and ring. Now my granny was woken up by all this commotion outside of her room, so she climbed out of bed and went to the window to see what all the noise was. She couldn't believe her eyes when she saw Santy and all his reindeers outside. And of course, she recognised Rudolph's red nose, glowing like a little red balloon of light. She tapped on the window excitedly, forgetting that she was supposed to be in bed. And this might annoy Santy. But when old Father Christmas saw the little girl tapping at the window... He was very relieved. Hello, young lady, he said in a low voice. Please open the window. We have found ourselves lost. Granny opened the window and said, Hello, Santy. I was asleep and you woke me up. I hope you're not angry with me. On the contrary, replied cheery old Father Christmas. We are delighted to see you, young Margaret. Rudolph snorted again, and he and all the reindeers shook with glee, making their sleigh bells ring, making the most wonderful but very loud noise. Shh, said my granny. You'll wake everyone up, then we'll be in trouble. Said my grandmother, both confused and very excited too. Santy replied, We are lost, young Margaret Power, and we can't see a thing. What can I do? It'll soon be time for us to return to the North Pole, and we won't have any presents delivered to the children in Ireland, apart from yours, Margaret. The reindeers lowered their heads and shook them sadly, making more noise with their sleigh bells. Shh, said both Granny and Santy together. Now, my Granny was no ordinary little girl. She knew the fairy folk and could talk to them. 
I think I can help you, Santy. Well, at least I think my friends can help you. How is that, young Margaret Power? asked Santy. Just wait and see, said my granny, as she went back to her bed and fetched a little silver whistle from under her pillow. She brought it back to the window and blew into it. It made the sweetest sound. It carried through the air like a gentle breeze. As soon as she did, a little man appeared. Hello, Madge. How's it going? Marty, we didn't get your terms. Okay? Said the strange-looking little man to my granny. What can we do for you? Are you not supposed to be asleep in your bed? Okay! Look, Barney. Said my granny as she pointed out the window. The wee fairy man looked and his jaw dropped. Open deeper, Santy. Is it yourself? Okay? Father Christmas looked back at him and said, Are you one of the elves? How did you get here? And you should be at home in the North Pole asleep too. I'm not an elf, okay? I'm one of the good folk, or the fairies as people call us these days. Okay! What's the crack like? Okay! Said Barney McGlegg. Santa explained to him what had happened and how they could not see any of the houses. Okay! Replied the fairy man. I can help you out there, okay? With that, all the reindeer shook their heads, making an awful clamour with their sleigh bells. said everyone, and the reindeer snorted. With that, the wee man took a whistle from his green jacket. It was similar to my granny's, but it was made of solid gold. He blew into the whistle, and it made a sound that was like a beautiful voice of a fairy woman. The sky was filled with flickering lights of every colour you can possibly imagine. It was the most beautiful sight that even Santa Claus had ever seen. Would you look at that, said Santy, in awe of the magnificent sight above him. As the lights came down, they could see it was hundreds of thousands of little fairy folk each with a little lamp flickering with a different colour. Is that bright enough for you, Santy? Okay? Said Barney McGlegg. Let's go then! Okay! Said the wee man, and he took Granny by the hand, and they flew out the window together onto Santy's sleigh. They'll guide us to every house in all of Ireland. Okay. Said Barney McLeg, very proudly. Ho, ho, ho. Giddy up, giddy up. Giddy up there now, called out Santy to his reindeers as they set off up into the sky, guided by thousands of little lights carried by the fairies who flew ahead of them like a giant swarm of fireflies of every colour imaginable. My granny looked from the sleigh, and she could see the world below her, 
lit up by the beautiful fairy lamps. It was like a magnificent dream. She laughed with glee and put her arms in the air like she was riding a roller coaster. Every time they came to a house, the fairies would land on the trees surrounding it, allowing Santi to see where the chimney was and deliver his gifts. It was amazing. He was able to go to every house, everywhere, and see it without any problems. When all the work was done, they returned to my granny's house. Father Christmas was delighted, and he thanked the wee fairy man and all the little fairy folk that had helped him that Christmas Eve. He reached into his sack and took out a wee gift wrapped in bright red paper. He handed it to Barney McLeg. Thank you so much, sir, he said. And Barney opened the gift, only to find a big, beautiful box of chocolates of every shape, size and flavour. My favourite, I love chocolate. OK, thanks, Empty. OK, said the wee man. You are more than welcome, said Santy, and shook the wee man's hand. Father Christmas then put his hand back into the great big sack and took out a handful of golden dust. He threw it up into the air and a little present appeared in all the hands of the wee fairies. The air was filled with the sound of laughter and oohs and ahs as they opened their gifts. Then Santi looked down at my wee granny and said, Oh, I haven't forgotten about you, young Margaret Power. Now let me see. Oh, yes, here it is. He handed the little girl a present wrapped in colourful paper. Don't open it now, Santi. I want to wait till the morning. Of course, Margaret, it's your present. And thank you so much. We would never have gotten the presents delivered without your help tonight. Granny gave Santi and all the reindeers a big hug, making the reindeers shake their heads again, causing their sleigh bells to rattle and ring. They all said, with that, Santi flew off waving goodbye and laughing all the way. Ho, 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 ho! Granny then turned to her friend, Barney MacLeg, and thanked him for all of his help. No problem. Sure it was a mighty crack altogether. Okay! You know, I might just go into business making coloured lights to light up the place for Santi at Christmas time. Okay. Hmm, I think they'll call them fairy lights. Okay. Well, according to my granny, that's how fairy lights came about and that's how they got their name. She gave Barney MacLeg, the wee fairy man, a great big hug. And he set off with the rest of the fairies to Tirnanog. She went to bed that night and slept soundly till morning. When she woke up, 
she opened the present that Santi had given her. And what do you think it was? Yes, that's right. It was the little doll with the beautiful blue ribbons in her hair and a dress with the most wonderful frills and bows on it. And inside, there was a Christmas card too. It said, Thank you, young Margaret Power. And we wish you a very, very happy and a merry, merry Christmas. Lots of love from Santa Claus, Rudolph and all the reindeers. It was signed by Santy himself. And all the reindeers had put their hoof prints all over the inside of the card too. And when she told me the story, she still had the card and she even showed it to me. Now, I have the card and I keep it in a very safe place along with my wonderful grandmother's magic silver whistle. Happy Christmas, everyone. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round Virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly. Leg. How are you doing? Here, Barney, is there any chance you could help me tell a few stories? Pete Shapers, no problem at all. Okay. Ah, that's fantastic. Happy Christmas, Barney. Happy 